What's going on, folks, and welcome into the Sports Tree Studio. I'm Connor Rountree, and we have another episode of Trees 3 here tonight to break down the three biggest sporting events of this weekend. And, folks, it's going to be a big one. We have the Houston Open. We have some NFL and CFL playoff action in the CFL. And then, of course, UFC 281 on Saturday night, one of the biggest cards of the year. And I'm going to be honest with you, this is a money-making opportunity. And we're going to jump right into it now with our stump and bump of the week. And we're going to start with our stump of the week from Thursday Night Football, Marcus Mariota. How are you a starting quarterback in the NFL? I don't understand just tossing the ball up and hoping for the best. That's what you do in the backyard with your buddies. Just go, just Thanksgiving drunken football. Is that what you're playing out there, Marcus? Be better, man. I can't unsee what I saw last night. It will haunt me till the end of my days. Marcus Mariota, Stump of the Week. Our Bump of the Week, folks, goes to Frankie Edgar. His career in the UFC started all the way back in 2007, and he makes his final walk to the Octagon on Saturday night. The New Jersey native now gets to fight in the Mecca, Madison Square Garden, not too far from where he was born. That's a pretty awesome way for Frankie Edgar to hang it up. Obviously, a former lightweight champion. He's competed against the very best at the lightweight division, the very best at the featherweight division, and the very best at the bantamweight division. Over 15 years of service to the UFC and over three divisions competed in. Frankie Edgar, one of the best to ever do it. First ballot Hall of Famer. Thank you for providing us as fans with so many memories. You get our bump of the week. Coming in at number three this week, folks, is the Cadence Bank Houston Open. It's well underway. One of our official picks to win on Sports Street, one of our three official picks to win, Tony Finau has a four-stroke lead. That's right, folks. 13 under. He was 18 to 1 to win it all. And, of course, we hit that. And, yeah, Tony Finau, he cleaned up the end of last season. The way he cleaned up at the end of last year was, was, was astounding. Absolutely immaculate golf. Last week, he missed the cut due to a scoring adjustment. After, like Everyone thought he had made the cut, and then a scoring adjustment, and then he missed the cut on the numbers, so a bad break for Tony. But this week, he's back with a vengeance. Four-stroke lead entering the weekend. Now, do note, though, that play was suspended due to inclement weather, so things, uh, things will get going in the second round. So if you have a make-the-cut parlay, you're not dead yet. But um, look out for Tony Finau. And then our sleeper pick at 75-1. to 1. We hit Mackenzie Hughes at 75 to 1, and he is tied for seventh. Currently six under par. Um, hopefully, he'll cash in that top 20 spot. And then Scotty Scheffler battled back today, and he is into the top 20. So that the, those top 20 parlays with Scotty Scheffler are looking pretty good as well. Coming in at number two this week, folks, here on Trees 3. I'm doing this again because um, my computer crashed. Yay! All right, uh, NFL and CFL football. Absolutely love it. Obviously, we have our CFL Bracket Challenge. Make sure you go and watch our episode, our new episode of 3rd and Long. We aired it earlier in this week. We aired it on Thursday. That will give you our best bets for NFL Thursday, our NFL comes Sunday, and some previews. Remember that the NFL kicks off at 9.30 a.m. That's why you guys tune into this show. We preview the three biggest sporting events of the weekend and let you know when it starts. Yep, 9.30 a.m., that game over in Munich. Tom Brady touching down in Munich. Should be a good time. That's a very winnable game against the Seahawks. And also, all of our NFL picks will be on sportstreet.ca. So head over there and check them out right now, today. Coming in number one, folks, is UFC 281. And come up to the Bogey Club. 
We'll be there. We'll be watching all the fights. It'll be a ton of fun. It's a watch party, sports tree. We got some food. We got some drinks on us. And it's going to be just a good time. Everyone talking sports and, and just enjoying this more inclusive sporting community that we're trying to build here with sports tree. So if you're around the neighborhood, if you're in the GTA, swing on by and we'll have ourselves a fun little day. Now, as I said, all the picks are over on SportsTree.ca, but let's break down some of my favorite fights of the night. Matt Frivola versus Otman Azaitar. Now, Otman Azaitar, he's the real deal. He's 2-0 in the UFC, both wins by knockout, 13-0 in his career, 12 of those wins via finish. However, he hasn't fought in over two years because he broke COVID protocol, protocol pardon me, on Fight Island. He had a friend scale several stories to deliver him potatoes. That's right. He broke COVID protocol to have someone give him potatoes. Without He didn't want anyone to see these super spuds being delivered. What is going on? Obviously, they weren't potatoes. Or at least I'm assuming they weren't potatoes. A lot of people are assuming they're performance-enhancing drugs or something to flush performance-enhancing drugs out of his system or cheat the test or cheat, a, or, or cheat a drug test, pardon me. However... This guy is built like a tank. It wouldn't surprise me if he's on if he's on some juice. And Matt Frivola, well, to quote Conor McGregor, I guess to win, then he does the chicken dance. Otman Azaitar, set up fight here. If Frivola can take down Azaitar, uh, Azaitar has terrible, terrible grappling. I've seen that on the regional scene. And Frivola, that's where he's, a, that's where, you know, that's where he specializes. However, Azaitar is going to knock him out. Aaron Blanchfield versus Molly McCann. Crowd favorite Molly McCann. Barstool athlete Molly McCann. About to die, Molly McCann. Aaron Blanchfield is the real deal. I encourage you to Google uh, this. Molly McCann Wrestling. Fish out of water, folks. Aaron Blanchfield, 5-1 over at Invicta. Invicta, pardon me. Now 9-1 as a professional. And in the UFC, she's 3-0. In those three fights, combined 10 takedowns. And through those 10 takedowns, she has one submission win already. So, if we're looking at this fight realistically... Blanchfield, she's going to take the meatball down and she's just going to eat her up. Yeah, this is why I'm buying this pay-per-view. I'm so fired up to see Dustin Poirier go into that octagon again and absolutely blast Michael Chandler's head off. This is going to be awesome because Michael Chandler just doesn't have striking defense. He's going to push forward and Poirier, he's one of the cleanest counterboxers in UFC lightweight history. So, this could be really, really bad. If he's outboxing Conor McGregor, a guy that worked on his boxing craft for however long, he's going to just absolutely destroy Michael Chandler and then again I'm seeing this this narrative where Michael Chandler could use his wrestling Poirier's got a BJJ black belt sure take him down I think the submission game is live I really like Dustin Poirier in this matchup I like him to finish this fight that pays even money Poirier by finish if you want to go for Poirier by a knockout and juice it up a little more that's not the worst idea but I would be cognizant of the takedown because Chandler he's he's getting up there in age he's 36 years old now and he knows that that clock is ticking so those exciting fights that he's built his career on he has said that those are in the past odds are he'll get sucked into one of those but just be cognizant of the grappling game that could be and I still like Dustin Poirier no matter where this fight goes I think he's got the better cardio I think he's the all-around better fighter. The one thing that Chandler does have is power and pressure. And if he gets if he gets Poirier on the back foot early, he could clip him and he could end this fight. He, we've seen it before. Look what he did to Dan Hooker. So that that is very that, that is extremely live. Look what he did to Tony Ferguson. The safe bet: the fight doesn't go to decision. However, I'm riding with the diamond and his hot sauce, Dustin Poirier. Carlos Barza versus Zhang Weili. Carlos Barza is coming off. What was the worst UFC title fight in the history of the UFC? Obviously. 
it was so bad. No, honestly, but it was so bad, so boring. That was the longest 25 minutes of my life. And having to re-watch that just to find tendencies or whatnot was possibly worse. Carlos Barza is going to get put in a body bag. Um, Zhang Wei Li, she's been training with Henry Cejudo. That should negate any wrestling attempts that Carlos Barza has or, or, or any wrestling game plan that Carlos Barza will try to implement. And Zhang Wei Li will send her head into orbit. Look for Zhang Wei Li to win this fight. Moving on to the main event, Israel Adesanya versus Alex Pajaya 3. The first two took place in kickboxing. Pajaya won them both. However, the first one, I scored it out of Sonya. I think out of Sonya picked, uh, really pieced him up. However, Pajaya was super green at that point. He was just recovering from being an alcoholic at that point. Fast forward to now. Seven years later. Adesanya world champion. Pajaya is a two-division, eight-time world kickboxing champion. When he knocked out Israel Adesanya, Adesanya was winning that fight. And he timed a punch as Adesanya was getting cocky. Can you not see Adesanya getting cocky on Saturday night as he's piecing up Pajaya? Another thing, they were wearing 12-ounce gloves. I would reckon 12-ounce gloves. I actually don't know, but they were wearing kickboxing gloves. Usually 12 ounces, maybe 10 ounces. My point is, a UFC glove is only 4 ounces. Meaning, there's a lot more knuckle behind that leather. Meaning, it's going to hurt a whole lot more when you get clipped. We've seen this kickboxing match before. It's going to be a great fight. I'm actually going to lean. Here's the two bets and that you can choose from on here. And then it's going to either be Israel Adesanya. If you like Adesanya to dip and dodge and avoid all the strikes and win this on points, he has the ability. They're not fighting at the apex, right? It's 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 a pay-per-view event. So it's a bigger octagon. So he'll be able to, he'll have the, he'll have more space to be able to dip, dive, duck, dodge, and make patches happy. However, man, this guy's a killer. Pajaya is just a killer. This is going to be a great fight. I'm so excited. Israel Adesanya versus the only man that's ever knocked him out. Let's go. Saturday night, UFC 281. Your trivia question for this week. Now, something. there's a really fun stat that came, that came across my desk the other day. I love saying that. Came across my desk. No, it didn't. It popped up on, it popped up on my freaking phone as I was being a couch potato eating some Doritos. Anyway, the only person to beat Tiger Woods in a playoff... Who was it? When did it happen? Well, the question is, who was it? If, if you get when did it happen, we'll give you a bonus entry into the trivia raffle as well. Folks, answer that question over on sportstree.ca to get in to win a pair of NHL or NBA tickets for the Trees 3 trivia raffle. Your choice, any game you want. Well, any team you want to see, and then we'll work with you to figure out a game. Thank you guys so, so much for all the support in this opening two weeks. It means the world to all of us, our team. We've been grinding so, so hard to bring this platform to you guys. And just thank you. Thank you so, so much. I'm Connor Roundtree. Cheers. You've made it to the weekend. Three, two.